0: To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt
1: Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Tron Light Cycle Run.
2: (laughs) We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should, and we're perfectly okay with that.
1: We are, we are. But we have kicked Teresa off for this episode because she does not like spoilers, and we want to respect her for that. So there's only two of us today um, talking about Light Lightcycle Run, uh, but that is why is we just don't want to spoil anything for Teresa. So Teresa, listen to this later. <laughs>
2: Correct. We'll send this to her after she's written. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Oh, so I probably should introduce myself, which is weird because I'm used to following Teresa doing this. Um, mm-hmm. My name is Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at RealMouseWifeWDW.
1: Hey, y'all. I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and NoGuiltTravel and NoGuiltLife and no Guilt Girl, which is all, as I like to call it, the NoGuilt universe. You can find me on all socials at NoGuiltLife. Uh, all right. We're we're going to just dive in uh, and let's talk a little bit about what's happening with Tron. First of all, as most Disney folks know, um, if you're a long-term Disney fan and you've been kind of following things along for the last, what, 84 years, um, Tron has been in the making. Uh, this is a new roller coaster that is in the Magic Kingdom. And we're not joking. It feels like it has been under construction for ever. 84 years. <laughs> yeah, eight years easily. Um, I think it's I think it's truly only been four years, a little over four years, something like that. But it it just God, it just took forever for them to get this thing built. And 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 I know I know like worldwide pandemic, whatever, kind of caused problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But point being, it took a really long time for this thing to get up and going. And the weird thing about it is that it's a duplicate; it's a copy of a coaster that they already have at the Shanghai Disney Resort. So it's not like they were coming up with something brand new. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It just, it was always one of those head scratcher things, but all in good time. And Jane is ridden it. Jane got to get on with cast member previews. And so she's going to give us the big, big scoop, the big rundown on everything about it and uh, let us know. But first of all, my question is, was it worth the wait, Jane? Um...
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just I just googled it, right? Because I had I had to know when they started building this. Because I was like, "There's no way it's only been four years." So it was started. Um, they started building it in February of 2018. So technically, it's been five years. Holy moly! And it was supposed to open for Walt Disney World's fiftieth, which would have been like 18 months ago is when they right. were supposed to be done. And obviously, pandemic, blah 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 blah. Um, so was it worth the wait of five years? Um, I mean, putting five years up against it, I don't know. But was it a great ride? It was fantastic. Like, okay. fantastic.
1: Okay. All right. Well, you know, my follow-up question. Yes. Yeah. Is it better than Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind?
2: So I actually had... Um, so I actually had a whole conversation about this this morning because obviously people keep asking me. And if you know, I absolutely love Guardians, um, except for the fact that they never play September for me. Um, so that's the only song I haven't written with. And it has it, like it has a lot of the same feel of Guardians. So, um, is it better? No, I mean, I'm a Marvel girl. so like, I love the story of guardians. I absolutely love the music of guardians. So no, I would definitely say the guardians of the galaxy is better, but this is, this is pretty good. Like this is, this is top tier. Like this is, you know, I would say like, if I'm, if I'm ranking coasters, if I'm ranking thrill rides, at Walt Disney World, I'm going to leave Disneyland and DCA out of it because they're a whole separate beast. Okay, um, but if I'm ranking my thrill rides, this is definitely—I would say they potentially could be number two. Obviously, Guardians is number one. Um, it could be number two, maybe number three. I got to think about that. I'm not really hmm. sure.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, All right. it's All right. it's pretty great. It's pretty great. So it's awesome. All right, good, good. That that I think takes a lot of. Um, I don't want to say stress or worry because like, you know, you're going to go and have fun and it's going to be on a roller coaster, but that takes some of the the drama off the plate. So at least we know it it delivers, right? It took a long time. Correct. You you might stand in line for a long time once this actually gets opened up. We'll discuss the line in just a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is going to be, you know, some time period where you are going to stand in line, but it does sound like in the end, uh, that's what I've heard from Uh, most people that have ridden it is that they really thought it was a great coaster and thought it was, you know, fun and and exhilarating and intense to some levels and uh, yada, yada, yada. The only negative I'm hearing though, is that it's short.
2: Um, So I had heard the same, I had heard that it was short. And so I kind of was like, well, how short is it? I had also watched a, like a, pre-tron, you know, ride through before I had gone. And so like I feel like watching the ride through felt really short. Um but it it actually feels a little bit longer when you're on it. Like it feels a little bit longer than I expected it to be. I think because I already went into the ride with the expectations that it was going to be short. It's definitely not as long as Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. I would say I- like what I'm what I'm reading is like, it's like
1: a minute. Once you actually like, it's not. It's just not very long. And Guardians, I think, is closer to four minutes when you're actually writing it. Not totally four minutes, but close to it. There's no way that Guardians is four minutes. <laughs> I feel like it
2: goes by so fast.
1: I, I know, but go go look at the um go look at some YouTube videos. It's pre- It's 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 a decent it's a decent length coaster, and it is. I think Guardians has the distinction of being the longest indoor coaster in the world. Maybe just it in the is. country. Yeah, that ain't like Yeah. So I mean, there's some length to that one. Uh, that's what she said. Um, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that was the only like that was the only kind of semi negative that I had heard about Tron, to be honest, most of it has been very positive, even um, the issues with potentially not being able to fit on the bike part of the coaster folks that weren't able to fit. were still like, yes, but, and they still are giving a good review, you know, at the end by and large, for the most part, I'm sure that there's some folks out there that hate it for whatever reason, or just didn't, didn't get it or didn't think there was enough to it. Um, But, that's, that's what I wanted to hear was from the horse's mouth, from somebody who likes Guardians as much as I like Guardians. Well, maybe not as much, because I, I, I think I'm I think a little more obsessed with Guardians than you are. <laughs> but um, but I, I was curious to see, because uh, early cast members had said, um, better than Guardians. And I was like, no way, I'm not buying it, I'm not believing it. But it does sound like it's, it's, it's right up there for you. So that's good to know.
2: Yeah, so what I'm reading um what I'm reading online is that it's just a little under 2 minutes is what they mm. said. Um and Guardians is 3 minutes and 20 seconds. And I would say that that's kind of how it feels. It feels like it's about a third less okay than okay. Guardians. I kind
0: um,
2: that. Yeah, so like I don't I like to me it kind of felt I feel like and I haven't ridden Rock 'n' Roller Coaster in a really long time but like if you've ever ridden rock and co- rock and roller coaster, you know how short that is. So it feels mm. a little bit longer than rock and roller coaster, but like like somewhere in between the two of those is kind of how I feel.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Um, let's talk about the like the logistics. Let's talk about. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like hike like to get to this roller coaster and how do you get to it like is it a what entrance did they have you because that might what i've seen also is that um you know the old smoker's path that used to link the um uh the uh back of story circus i'm saying that wrong back of the circus fantasy circus. circus um you could there's used to be a path that was the smoker's path that you mm-hmm. could kind of walk along the train tracks and you would end up over by space mountain hardly mm-hmm. anybody ever used it one because it was gross because of the smokers sorry smokers but uh, it was a lot um but also i don't think people knew it was back there so i just saw that that apparently is going to be open and or is open at this point mm-hmm. But um, how do how would you know most how are most people going to get to you know the to Tron to to ride your ride your ride? I, when I was there last, I honestly I didn't spend a lot of time looking for it, but it wasn't real obvious to me. Now, granted, it wasn't open yet; they weren't even doing previews yet, so that could be why it was well camouflaged or whatever. But I truly couldn't figure out where the entrance is. So, tell me where the entrance is. How how would I get yeah. to it?
2: So it was funny because when we went in last night, we, um, you know, we entered through front of Magic Kingdom like normal and we went up, we walked towards Tomorrowland and like I got into Tomorrowland and I walked straight ahead. and There's like, you know, the Astro Orbiters and People Mover and like the launching pad is right there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where do we go? Like, right, And I haven't had that feeling in like such a, such a long time being like, I don't know how to get some, like get to right. a spot. Um, so it actually, if you follow around to where Space Mountain is, like if you went, like you were heading towards Space Mountain, it's just to the left of Space Mountain.
0: Okay. So, so,
1: so it is to the left. So it, it's yeah. similar to like where we would exit Space Mountain through that Correct. gift shop. You're going to go to that left side. Um, And that's where the entrance is. There's no other, uh, like on the other side of Autopia, there's not like a back entrance other than maybe this little secret path that they're talking about that they just reopened. So
0: that's the main entrance.
2: Correct. Um, So the reopened path is actually under, um, it's actually under. The light cycle. So you'll see it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think because we, again, we were behind um, some barriers. It wasn't, you know, freely open. So Mm -hmm. they they always put up, I don't know if you, I mean, you've certainly been there during a preview. But for those of you who haven't, usually what they do is they put up these, um, they're like bushes on rolling carts so they like roll a bunch of bushes there and there's a little opening and they usually have like a cast member and an umbrella and you check in and they like let you behind the magic bushes (laughs) um so when you go behind there there could be and I don't really remember there could be maybe another bush section on that left side that maybe is open that can let people up from Autopia but I don't I don't really think so um, so you like make this left and it's a very wide walkway. But when you go, you go like up this huge ramp to get mm-hmm. up under the big, you know, the big monstrous light up dome type thing. I don't even know what to call it, but canopy. basically the I think they're calling canopy, it. A canopy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Perfect
2: word for it. But that's the structure that we've been staring at forever. You yes. walk right up, right up under that. Okay. Um, and then from there, when you walk up, it's actually got these most beautiful views, um, but when you walk up there, you can see over, and one of the things you can see is that path, um, which from what I understand will it will be open or it is open. It might actually already be open, but there's going to be some um, – I don't know if it's like – I don't know. I don't remember whether like there's going to be some merch down there or maybe it's going to be some food options, like some snack stands or something down there. Um, but I, also, I think I heard there's the going to be a,
1: yeah, I think I heard there's going to be a snack cart up in that area. So Possibly. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. And it's a hike though, right? It's you. It's a long, fairly like set back farther than you think it is. Is what it um, certainly looks like from, and the description that I was given from somebody was that, yeah, you know, it takes you a little bit to get back there.
2: I would say, yeah, I and I guess I kind of same thing. Like I had heard that it was a hike, so it felt less because I was expecting more. Yeah, uh, okay. okay, um, but it is, it is a very, very long ramp up, and like it's an. Area. Like it, it covers a lot of surface area. <laughs> <laughs> and there like you walk up and on this ramp, there's there's three different spots for photos. There's a huge sign to take you know photos in front of with a photo pass photographer. You go further up the ramp, and there's more another photo pass photographer to get a different view and there's a whole bathroom which i know you were most excited about. Well, that was going to be my next question. I know. And and we all went. We were like, "Right, we're, we're going to do it. You got you got to christen the new bathroom." <laughs> um, there's a whole yeah, so there's a whole set of bathrooms up there. There's like the entrance to it and then the exit for it and all of this, it's like I can't explain it. It's just huge. Okay. All right.
1: Well, It looks big. And and it looks like like, um, big in the sense of, uh, like you said, like wide paths. Like you're not going to be feeling a crush of people as you're trying to get to this ride, for the most part, I hope. Anyway, especially considering as of opening, there will not be a standby option. So... I'm sure there will be lots of looky-loos, you know, people who want to walk up Mm -hmm. and take pictures and see it, even if they did not get into the boarding groups or if they did not buy their individual lightning lane. Um, However, you know, you're not going to have this mad rush of people queuing up and lining up and, like, just really jam-packed in um, is my hope and is my vision. Now, I could be totally wrong because if Disney messes around with the boarding groups and um it does turn out that they add a lot like maybe this ride could could have a higher capacity than say guardians or you know i don't know but we'll have to see how that plans pans out but um that's my hope is that you know everyone's going to have a little little air a little space to breathe uh as you're trying to um get yourself up these ramps and and get you into the show building and, and that sort of thing and then of course the bathrooms being there, for, as somebody who look, I had five kids, guys. It's just, it's just a thing for me. I need to go to the bathroom immediately before and immediately after I ride any sort of like thrill ride of any sort. It's, it can be a problem. So that when I, I think that was the thing that made me happiest <laughs> was that Tron has these bathrooms right there. I mean. I'm so happy, so happy about that. Um, and they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. I have pictures of it on the blog. I'll link in the show notes if you guys want to check them out. But the the bathrooms look pretty dang nice. I'm I'm super stoked about the bodies. Um, okay, so <laughs> I know it's a oh my small. Gosh small things. Um, that ends the TMI section of this. Actually, it's not. We're going to talk some more TMI here in a few yeah, minutes. Yeah, was like it's definitely <laughs> not. Oh, no. there's, there's more TMI when it comes to Tron. Maybe that'll be the, the, the name of this episode, the TMI Tron episode. Um, okay, so let's talk about when you're walking up. Now, I know there's a lot of folks who are hearing different things about the fit on these light signals mm-hmm. because it's not a traditional sit-down, you know, in a roller coaster type thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we can safely say based on most of the conversation I have seen online and uh, what you were able to tell me is that it Mm -hmm. it does sound like, yes, being a plus size person could be a factor, but it doesn't sound like that is the main factor. Like the main factor sounds like your, your length of your legs, uh, the size of your calves and potentially even like the size of your foot, like how you have to angle yourself leaning forward on this, on this coaster um, all comes down to that leg lock in that leg. uh, Restraint is what, what the real um, issue seems to be for most people. Um, So to kind of tell folks, can you instruct them or guide us to, if we're walking up, we're a little concerned about if we're going to fit or not. If we want to try out the test seat, where do we find yes. that?
2: So when you first walk up the ramp, you're going to enter. There is a giant sign right in front of it that says Tron. You're going to walk right up that ramp. And then the first right that you make, which is, takes you to the entrance line, um, you're going to go down that path as if you're going to enter the ride. The test seats are on the left. And they're about, oh, let's say, 30 feet uh, I'm not great with measurements, but I would say they're about 30 feet from the actual entrance to the building.
1: Okay.
2: Um, For us, we had a queue that was prior to entering the building. Um, There was a a little, um, what do they call that? A switchback queue. That was Mm -hmm. like two or three rows. And um, the test seats were just opposite the switchbacks. Now, we actually reached the entrance to that switchback line first and um, we had gotten into the line and we went maybe like 10 feet or so and I was like wait a minute where is the test seat because I have to test this test seat because mm-hmm. to be honest I was concerned as you know um, for those of you at home who may not know um, I am about 5'5 I am roughly between a size 16-18 I honestly am so somewhat, not even sure. Um, (laughs) that's a whole discussion for another podcast. Um, and so I'm not, I carry the majority of my weight, honestly, in my booty. Um, but I do have my left calf is a 19 inch and my right calf is an 18 inch. So if that can help anybody to visualize or whatever, Oh, yeah, I Jane and I, I, I have you. have been talking about this because we're
1: similarly built, and we both carry our weight in that the booty and the gut area. Right, um, and so that was our initial first concern. And then when I heard it was calves, I was like. Well, crap, that's not helpful either because I've always had big calves. I I played soccer my entire life. And so my calves were always big. And then now they're just big fat calves. They're not soccer calves anymore. But, um, But yeah, that was my secondary concern. So Jane was our sacrificial goat. She went in to try on behalf of her and I (laughs) to see if she could fit. Um, So you are the sacrifices you make. Um, So tell me when you walked up, like what did you think about climbing onto the test seat?
2: So, um, so actually I just want to point out that this was really wild. So the test seat had a little line of its own. Um, Some people were taking pictures on them. There's two test seats They're in front of a great backdrop. So it's a really cute photo. Um, there was about I would say six people in front of me. And that line moved slower with the six people than the three switchback line that was really (laughs) long with all the people, right. So um, my party was remained in the switchback while I went to check to see what seat I was going to be in. And when I was like, where are you, they were already coming up, like almost at the end of the line as soon as I got off. So, um, so just so you know, that the seat, tester line could move a bit slowly and the reason is they have a cast member there and that cast member was so lovely he was helping every person to get on and off because i gotta be honest guys it's awkward just getting on it and off it is all awkward. right let's hear for the so, francisco's <laughs> and this cast member was really helping to really understand because the majority of the people in that line were uh, similarly sized or larger and we were all there for the same reason Mm -hmm. am i gonna fit i don't Mm want to get to the front of this line and feel whatever i feel right so and like for me i was like i would just like to know because the rest of my party can ride in cycles but if we have to wait for a different car, which we'll get to, then like, I just wanted to know that beforehand. Mm. So um, he really helped people where he was like, you know, bring your knee up, you know, shift your, your weight. Like, so he, but he tailored it to each person. And I think that that's like the biggest thing that I took away was like, this is going to be individual for every person. So like, Mm. even with that, it may very well be that, you know, I might be able to ride, but somebody else with a 19 inch calf might not be able to, or somebody right. else, you know, who's a 16, 18 might not be able to. And that is like, I, I really lucked out. I got on, I positioned myself. It's super awkward. You're basically like on your knees no, I did not feel any pressure on my knees. So if you're I know a lot of people had asked if you have knee problems, is it problematic? Or did I feel like my weight on my knees? No, I didn't feel like I was, you know, at church kneeling on a pew, like none of that. Um, But it is just an odd positioning. And I got on it and, and you position it and where your calf is, and then you pull this lever towards you. But like, just straight towards you. And it brings the back down. I never felt anything like I didn't feel the 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 back clicker. So if you think of flight of passage, how it has the back section that like can hold you on, as well as the bar on your ankle, i never felt any of it. So I was like, is it working? Because in my head, the way that I kept, I was like, it's just not working. And it's not going anywhere, right? I must be too big for this ride. So it's it's just automatically not moving. And he was like, Yeah, you're fine.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
2: I, I literally was like, "Are you sure?" And he was like, "Yeah." He was like, you're, "He was like, you're good to go. Enjoy it. Have a great time." And I was like. <laughs> so and I know I, I I understand like I've been larger than the size that I am so like for anybody who's at home and who's plus size and who's like we get you we totally get you yep 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 <laughs> we totally get it and um so and I know you guys will understand why it was so like surprising for me to be like what what I don't understand and I I've kept awesome. thinking even after that I was like I'm gonna get in there, and if I'm not in the exact same position, it's not gonna it's not gonna work, right? So I still had a tiny bit of anxiety all the way in. So I just want everybody to know that too. <laughs> so of did not happen,
1: <laughs> right? So it sounds like, um, at least in your particular body shape, uh, right. you potentially had some wiggle room, like you weren't, you know, shoved yes. in there. You weren't feeling it. You weren't like not at all. Okay, good. Um, and you can ride Flight of Passage without any issues. Correct. Okay, good, good, good. Um, because there has been some discussion. Well, some people are saying it's very similar to Flight of Passion, So mm-hmm. pa- Flight of Passion. <laughs> Flight of Passage. You wouldn't know. You don't. You don't do those rides. <laughs> oh, I like Flight of Passage. I just don't. I like, like Avatar, I don't like <laughs> Avatar. Uh, you know, honestly, I'm not a big Tron girl either. But I'm holding back, you know, my 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 annoyance on this because it it does look cooler to me. Um, but uh, anywho, um, so. If you can get on one, you may not be able to get on the other and vice versa. I've heard people who are like, Mm -hmm. I can never get on flight of passage in the right position, but I had zero issues with the Tron light cycle. So it's, it's just guys, you're going to just have to try it and um, talk to the cast members. And I have some tips again, I'm linking those at the bottom here in the show notes Um, that talk a little bit about the fit and some possible potential ways that you might be able to lean Uh, your legs and position your 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 legs to fit better because that does seem to be like the kicker the one that tells people that they can or can't do it is is this leg restraint so Mm -hmm. um there were some tips that were given by some cast members that i've heard other people have been able to use sounds like jane was able to just get on get in position like take assume the position and she was good and didn't have to mess with it too much so that's awesome i love to hear it um all right so now we're we're gonna get in the queue
2: Oh, so wait, I don't. do just want to mention so the bar when the calf bar hit me it hit almost like right in that crease like below mm-hmm. my knee. Mm-hmm. So um so again I think it's just going to depend on your shape right like if you have a longer upper leg area right and a shorter calf area like that like your proportions are a little bit different I think that's going to
0: into in play yeah, yeah it's gonna play exactly where it hits you and yeah
2: so okay cue let's talk about the
0: cue
1: Yeah. Okay. So now you're in line. Um, yeah. And what what are they showing you? What, do you? what do you do? First of all, we know there's a locker system for this ride. And there's not been a locker system for any other ride at Walt Disney World, if I am, yeah. or Disneyland. This is the first um, mandatory locker. Now, you can use lockers for some of the wet rides, uh, uh, Cali River Rapids and um, the grizzly uh, river rapids over in disneyland but they're not required <laughs> if you want to get all your stuff wet there's no problem you can get all your stuff wet but this one you do have to put in everything needs to go inside the locker um they do say you can keep your phone with you but pretty much like ears backpack uh, fanny pack you know whatever it is that you might have on your person it needs to go ahead and come out of your pockets and go into the locker is that accurate
2: Yes. Um, so I am going to rewind us a little bit because the lockers are not immediately when you get in the queue, which is what most people would assume. Okay. <laughs> um, so when you immediately get in the queue, so there's the outside switchback, which again, I don't know how long they'll have it or not have it. Cause like there's an outside switchback to cosmic that is never used, um, but was used during previews when we had it. Um, back before Cosmic Rewind opened. So this one has a similar thing. So I don't know whether that outside switchback will stay. Once you get into the building, which is like the proper queue where it starts, I need to give a shout out to the ginormous fans. There were these fans that were in there blowing air. Like, Patty, you know my fan in my living room. (laughs) Yes this was glorious like I was like oh this is great because even in the heat of the summer when we get crazy like these fans were so great my hair was blowing like Beyonce like I was like can we just like I just want to hang out here and let my hair blow (laughs) (laughs) um but that it moved very very quickly so you go you know back and forth a couple times there and then they immediately start sorting you so that you either go left or you go right we went left now, um, you don't have a choice. Like, they basically tell you left or right. And it's kind of like, um, like when you're sorting at, let's say, Tower of Terror, right? They just happen to be loading the left side or the right side or the middle mm-hmm. bay or the right, right? So um, from what I understand, the right side is actually a longer line. Um, the left side is the shorter line because it's about, like, how they get you over the building to the other side, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when you go through the left side, you wind up going into the pre-show, there's one pre-show, it is super short. And then from there, they start sending you to the lockers. And they, when you come out of the pre-show, they will tell you your locker section, you guys are going to 700, like that's where you're going. And there's huge signs It's like right down this hallway, you're going to pass right by all of them anyway. You get to the 700 section, you pick a locker, um, you use a magic band. If you don't have a magic band, you can use, um, they have cards. So like kind of like a photo pass card or something. It did not work using mobile magic. So like I always use my Apple watch or my phone. That did not work. We tried it. Um, we had, we had magic bands anyway, but I wanted to know so that I could tell everybody here. Um, so don't, it's not to say that it won't happen in the future, but, um, immediately that didn't happen. So you just tap on, there's a big old like Tron logo on it. You tap it and it unlocks it and you just open it up. The lockers fit about two mini lounge fly backpacks. Um, and some ears, which is exactly what we had. We had two pairs of ears, two uh, launch fly backpacks, and um, a giant water. So, like, we, I think we could have done, like, a second water bottle in there. So, like, they were pretty decently sized. And, um, yeah, and then you just put everything in there. They do tell you to take your ears off before there. Okay. So, because, and, and, like, the spot where you have to put, like, your phone on the ride is – very tiny. So I was able to fit like my glasses and my phone in there. And there was like a little bit of room, but it's definitely not, it's definitely not like we're used to, right. We're always used to having our stuff with us at Disney and we're used to having like a pouch or something that's Mm -hmm. big enough. It's not. So anything bigger than your phone, I would say goes in that locker.
1: Okay. All right. That makes sense. Uh, and, and, and so here's the biggest question that I have had, um, on the blog. (laughs) Why are they making you put everything in there? Is it because Tron goes upside down?
2: No, it does not go upside down. It is just purely that the cars do not have a place to put your, right,
1: right, right, right. There's
2: no, like, there's no, um, there's no like, it's not like a coaster where you step into it and there's sides on it. You're on a a bike and Mm -hmm. it's like a legit bike. So like the, there is no floor. (laughs) There is, there actually is a floor under the bike, but, um, but there's no sides, So it's not like a big old car that you're sitting in.
1: You can't just like store your stuff on the floor. Like you can on any other ride because it's just, it's not built the, the same way. So Um, No, that totally makes sense. But yeah, most people are asking, does this go upside down? And that is the answer. It does not go upside down. It does not. Um, So that is important to know. But at the same time, you do still need to put all your stuff in the locker and be prepared for that. Um, It sounds like my experience with lockers is is universal locker system. And that can just be such a beat down. It can be such a mess to get in and out of um, because it's... I don't. It's just chaotic, and I don't think they uh, set up the lockers in the best way. What you're describing sounds like they put some thought into how to make a locker program a little bit smarter. So by sending a group of people to a certain section that may help, and then rotating the sections, obviously. Like, I just feel like that's going to make things less crazy and hectic. Uh, so I like
2: that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, it's... They also were smart because the lockers are basically double-sided. So when you enter, the only people that are in there are people entering the ride. When you exit, you're on the other side of the lockers. So you are, it's only people that are exiting the ride and they're picking their stuff up from the other side of the locker. It's very hard to explain, but like, whereas like, and I haven't been to Universal in quite some time, but like, I remember doing, um, I think it was the Green Dots ride. And it was like, everybody is in there trying to get their stuff, whether they're entering or exiting. And you're just like, are you leaving? Is that an open one that like, no, this is like, I, we entered the locker was on our left. We rode the ride. We got off in a different, lo- you know, you get off at the exit point, which is always a different location. You come up whatever that hallway is and your locker's right there. But when we pulled our stuff out, we were like, oh, it's backwards, right? So the thing I put in first is now at the front because that was at the back of the locker. <laughs> oh, that's it's smart, though. No, it does make sense
1: to do it that way. They're, it's very smart. They, they put some thought into this. Like I said, I appreciate that. Uh, okay. All right. So now we're lockered up. We've gone through the queue. We're, we're lockered up. We're, we're getting in line. Um, first address what you saw or what you witnessed as far as the alternate seating. So we already established that if you can ride the light cycle, you want to. Um, But what did you see? What can you describe as far as the alternate uh, seating, the ADA seating that they also have?
2: So um, the ADA seating, it was not on every car. Um, It is at the back of the trains and it is basically like a roller coaster car. So... um, you know, potentially, could you have held your backpack in that one? Maybe. I'm not really 100% sure. Right. Um, but it is available. They do. You do go through. So when you come out of the lockers, they start sorting you into lines. You know, how many in your party? And you're going to not love this. But it's evens and odds. <laughs> And as we were having the conversation last night, I was like, Patty's going to hate this because it's at odds. Listen,
1: as long as they're not sending people off without a person sitting next to them, I don't have a problem with it. It's when they are not filling every available seat and they're making people wait longer than is necessary that I vote for a single writer
2: line. That's the issue. So the reason and they did send off some with empty seats and the reason, that they, just kidding. <laughs> the reason that they did have to do that was because people had to get off because of the positioning of the uh, bike. that makes sense. So they would nope. get off to wait and they would try to fill it as quickly as possible. Sure. But they're also not going to be like, well, I'm going to hold this bike back forever until I can find a person to fill that hole. So, like, right.
1: OK, well, that's actually a good, good. Point to and also truly strengthens my vote for a single writer. Then in this case, nope, won't happen. <laughs> but thank you for I'm participating.
2: Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, <laughs> anyway, I was like anyway. I went through it and, and it was funny because we went through it and uh, the cast member I was with, Evelyn. Thank you so much for taking me. Um, she immediately was like, "Oh my gosh, they sort us into evens and odds, and it's just so smart because it's so efficient." I was like, "And Patty will hate it." <laughs> Because it's not a single ride, Elijah. She was like, "That's because she travels as a single." I was like one hundred and fifty percent. Yes, and I'm not the only one. I'm just saying there's other people
1: that do that too. And it just we could be more. We could help you be more efficient, Disney, if you would just consider it. But you keep trying to convince me otherwise. You know I'm not going to buy it. You're not going to convince. You're not going to. You know, stop y- stop believe what you to believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, you know. Anyway, I, we're moving we on today. this. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We're moving on here.
2: So there's no um, single rider line, FYI. No, no, there is not a single rider line. Um, and so then when they when you get to the end and they start loading you into what's your party rows two and three rows four and five whatever there's an actual section there where you'll see people waiting and those are the people that are waiting for. Um, the, I, I don't know if they're calling it alternative seating. I don't know what they're calling it, but, mm-hmm. but they're waiting for those. The bucket seat. The bucket seat. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Okay. And there was about, um, I would say there's probably about 20, 25 people there because what will happen is, and what we need to keep in mind, um, is that, and this was partially my fear. I was with a party of four and all of us go to get on the ride and then I can't fit, right? I'm the mm-hmm. odd man out. They're not just putting me in that line. My whole party is coming off the train because we all want to ride together. Mm-hmm. So then theoretically, four people are now on that line waiting for that particular vehicle. Now, there the seating was only for two on, on those trains that I could see and, and maybe maybe there was another car that had two seating for four on it or something. So I imagine what they would do is say, okay, you know, you're going to ride in the back and then maybe, you know, your party rides right in front of you or something Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. they'll ride on, on the bike portion. Um, everything I've heard. And again, I haven't didn't experience it this time. I definitely will ride it in the future just to test it out. But, um, everything I heard was it's also amazing in there. Yeah, there were, like, I, different ride, but still amazing. Yeah,
1: no, I've heard no negatives about being back there. I've just heard that if you have a preference, if you can choose, if you are, whatever, if you can fit and you can comfortably do the the bike, you, you'll like the positioning in, um, it, for this attraction more than the back, um, back seat but that there's nothing wrong with sitting in the back seat like they're still having an amazing ride they're still having an intense ride it's still great Um, but I have heard some preference to the very front if you can be in the very Mm -hmm. front um, over being in that bucket seat in the back but yes I've heard the same thing that everybody that's that's ridden it that has gotten off of it in the back uh, said it was amazing and awesome I've also seen videos uh, from larger plus size creators who are showing that it's it's a generous fit like y- it's not a tight fit back there there's plenty of room so if you are a heavier person and you're even concerned that that's going to be a problem it does not look like that's a problem um for example seven doors Mind train those seats are pretty tight um for taller people as well as larger people they're just they're they're it's just this tiny little Seat. Like it's just, there's not a lot of space in there. Um, but the Tron one has a ton of room and it looks like it's a very um, well proportioned situation. I also did see on those bucket seats, um, the bags. So you can put your phone, you know, in the, the gear bag in front of you if you want to um, for that one, or maybe they even tell you, you have to, I'm not sure if this is a space mountain situation where you cannot have your phone on the ride at all. You
2: definitely cannot have your phone out on this ride.
1: Okay. it
2: is. um, I,
1: I know for sure for the, for the bikes, but I wasn't sure if in that back seat, they were, they would allow it.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't know that they're going to. And the reason is because the track goes over people.
1: Yes, that nope, that makes sense. Totally makes sense. Makes sense. Yep.
2: So, yeah, so the the track actually comes outside the ride. And so as you're walking in, you're walking under the track. The track Got is it. over you, so the car the cars come right over you. And so if somebody has if they snuck in a selfie stick or a phone uh-huh. or a handheld GoPro or whatever, all that stuff is a potential to drop and be a safety hazard. Got um, it. So, Disney definitely does not want that. But people, um, they've been wearing the chest harness, like yes. the chest harness for the GoPros. They've a lot of people have been doing that. Yeah, that's what
1: that's what I've seen too. Is um, a couple of the creators were talking about how um, they're not holding, you know, their phone or the camera in their hand. They put those in the locker, mm-hmm. but then they their phone strapped on or a GoPro on their chest. So mm-hmm. um, that's how you're getting video, <laughs> um, but they're not holding it in their hands, which is the key here. And you make an excellent explanation as to why is obviously we don't want things dropping on people's heads because that would be very bad. Um, okay, so you climbed in. You climbed on, you are on, mm-hmm. you're you pulled the thing forward, the thing in the back connects for you, the thing around your leg connects for you. You feel good? What does this feel like?
2: Um it felt fine. Like same thing. Like I I climbed on and it looks awkward it, to quad climb on for, especially for is. my little short, stubby legs. I'm a little
1: shorter than Jane. Jane's five five. I'm like barely five three, if that. And so that's my biggest like, yeah.
2: And I and I'm I like, like closer to, wear, to five six. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I like to wear I like to wear dresses to the theme park, and I just have a feeling I'm going to be like those. <sighs> yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be we're gonna have to make some adjustments. <laughs> um, so that's something yeah. to keep in mind. <laughs>
2: I wore leggings just because I prefer to wear leggings like, I mean, every day of my life. And um, when I arrived, it was it was actually very warm yesterday. But um, when I arrived, the cast member that I was with, she had already she's already ridden it multiple times. And she said, Oh, I was gonna tell you to wear leggings, because it can feel a little odd. Like if you she was like, I, I didn't know how to say it without like, because she knew I had anxiety from us particularly mm-hmm. about being plus size. And so she didn't want me to like, have more anxiety with her saying, <laughs> Hey, it might feel weird on your thighs or or, you know, it's just like, I didn't know how to say it, but I'm really glad that you're wearing leggings. So and I will tell you that all I thought was, oh, my gosh, if you're wearing a skirt, please wear shorts underneath it. Well, yes, um, obviously. Yeah. This is a G-rated <laughs> park. <laughs> like, just, <yes>. I know <laughs> the, the dresses are adorable. I get it. Like I occasionally will put one on or whatever, but please wear shorts under your dresses because um, that could be quite a show that no one paid for, that nobody, nobody,
1: nobody signed up for when they got their Tron boarding group. Um, yeah, so that's, that's a good tip. And just a good reminder for everybody is, um, think of leggings. And I had heard that too, is that, um, that you may want to wear pants or leggings, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, just something about the fit or something about the, um, restraints on your legs, you'll just be more comfortable with them on. Um, so I don't know, I don't know why, or if that's, you know, a big thing for a lot of people or just some people are, are, are saying that, but just as an FYI folks, something to keep in mind on your first Tron ride. Um, so you climb on, you got locked in. Um, was it awkward? Was it, was anything? 100 a hundred percent. Okay. Um, was anything pressing on your boobs? Because there was somebody yeah. on Twitter and I don't have her name up. I apologize, Twitter person, um, that who was like, Tron hurt my boobs. And I was like, Oh, I hadn't thought about mm-hmm. that. But like if you're a well-endowed more TMI here, if you're a well-endowed person, you're yeah.
2: leaning forward on this bike. So um I am not of the exceptionally gifted ladies. Uh, I am averagely proportionate. Um, In fact, as a plus-size person, I'm probably considered less than averagely (laughs) proportionate. But luckily, when I lose weight, I don't lose them. So then they become excessively sized. But anyway, that's, again, OnlyFans. So... (laughs) um, my friend that I went with, she is gifted. Um, and she said it did not bother her. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yes, I could see where it would, you you're in this leaning forward position as if like, like I was trying to explain it last night to somebody, if you've ever ridden on a Japanese motorcycle. So like, um, like they're, they're, they position differently than like a Harley. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So that's literally what you're on. So you're in this like bent over position. So I could see where it would be. It could get tight. Now, um, the other tip that we were given was to, before you close your, um, you know, your harness or whatever. So you're going to pull, you're going to grip like you're riding a motorcycle and then you're going to pull it towards you. And so when you pull that towards you before you do that, get yourself in a good position because once that's pulled in, you're not going to have a ton of wiggle room to fix yourself. Um, So make sure you're in a good position before you pull that in. And I mean, I climbed on, I pulled it towards me again. I was like, did it do it? Did it do it? Did it do it? And they were like, yeah, you're fine. (laughs) oh okay okay um and then it was like I had gotten on and I couldn't figure out where to put my phone it is literally on top of the bike in between the handlebars so like you're leaning forward and there's a little latch and you open the latch and it's you know small enough to slide my phone I have a giant Mac size iPhone, whatever. So I mean, like, it's, you know, is it going to hold an iPad? No, do not bring your iPad. Um, but it will it hold a phone. Yes, it'll hold your phone. And I put my glasses in there because I, I always ride without my glasses unless I know how a ride is going to behave. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put them in there and then you just close the little latch and you're good to go. The handlebars. Let's talk about these handlebars. Y'all, they hurt they hurt. Huh. Okay. How do you know, how do you mean they hurt? Like what was wrong? So, so they're metal. They're not, um, you know, there's, they're not like um, like a squishy or a silicone or a poly or they're not any of that, like comfort, whatever. But honestly, like I probably don't want that either because germs are gross. Mm-hmm. Um, so metal is definitely the better option, but they're almost like textured. So they've got like, it felt like little, like prickly things. So, like when you get on, if you're going to be a person that like grips for dear life, I literally said to my friend, "I may keep like workout gloves in my bag, <laughs> <laughs> just to wear when I'm on this ride." Um, and I'm not a gripper, <laughs> <laughs> but um, they hurt.
1: Okay, like, I was, like, right. too, I can too see that. <laughs> I, can, I can, I can see that. We need
2: comfort metal. Is yes. that a thing? <laughs> well, I was like, well, I was just like, why isn't it smooth? Right, 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 right. it's just, it, that just didn't, and I'm sure there's a safety reason, but maybe. Yeah, I don't, know, or, yeah, I don't know. Okay, all right. So you're on,
1: and it starts. And essentially, what I'm I need just to crazy. know is how scary did you think it was in the sense of if somebody is um, apprehensive or say they have a a child that's apprehensive. Um, let's talk about speed. Let's talk about Hills. Let's talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, straight down. Are there any big drops or is it more like bunny hops or is it like, you know, how would you describe, uh, the mechanics of the track?
2: Um, it's super, super fast. Um, so I will give it, give it that. It's definitely super fast. It has, uh, a fast launch um it is straightforward it is not reverse if you've ridden cosmic rewind it is not reversed <laughs> if you haven't re- visited ridden cosmic rewind surprise it has a reverse launch um, it is um so it's really super fast it's so smooth it's so smooth um for drops, there's definitely like some ups and downs and some banks, but there's no real drop. Like, you're never going to get that like whooshing feeling in your stomach. Okay. That's, um, I, that's, that was the stomach drop question. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's none of that. And there's no, um, there's like no spinning. So there's no like the toilet bowl, like the toilet bowl in, um, in guardians. cosmic rewind mm-hmm. oh sorry yes guardians yes cosmic rewind they're the same thing sorry having a day um there's none of that so like you're not like spiraling down something or uh, you're just sort of like banking and gliding and driving
0: okay Yeah,
2: so um, I rode with my friend Heather, and Heather is was very nervous about this ride. She's probably the least—I um, don't want to say she's the least adventurous because she, honestly, she rides almost everything with us. The only thing she won't ride is Tower of Terror um, and like Guardians in California. But she's the um, like she like thrill rides definitely kind of like get her anxious and so she was really really anxious about this ride and she got off and she loved it she was like oh my god this ride is great okay that's good that's
1: good i have a i have a friend shout out alicia i know you're gonna be wondering uh who specifically had questions about that um she will ride cosmic rewind but she hates hates every single second of it (laughs) um but she wanted to know what the what the what the dealio here was with um with Tron because I think she's interested and I think she wants to write it and give it a go. Uh, But she was curious, like about the stomach drop and, you know, the Mm -hmm. big, big dips and that sort of thing. So it sounds like um, it's scary, but not too scary. I mean, it's there's some intensity there. There's some things that are going to give you a thrill, but it's nothing that you get off and think, for somebody who's not a big thrill junkie like like Heather's a perfect example of that like she'll ride things she just you know how you feel about it afterwards is a whole nother story and it sounds like right this one was good this was this was a
2: good hit um like Cosmic Rewind for her like she needs to take a minute after we get off Cosmic mm -hmm. Rewind Okay. Right. So, and we all know like that can cause a little bit of vertigo for people. You know, there's definitely some like more motion sickness. sickness, I would say if you are, if you can ride Cosmic Rewind, like she's the type that like she can ride Cosmic Rewind. She's fine. She just needs a minute after. Mm -hmm. And so like for that, like, is it her favorite ride? No. But is she going to ride it every time? Yes. Um (laughs) I would say then this is 100% like you're going to be fine on this ride. If okay. you can't ride Cosmic Rewind, because somebody messaged me last night and they said, I cannot ride Cosmic Rewind due to vertigo. Mm-hmm. Do you think I can ride this? No, I don't. I actually don't.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So, so, explain, explain why you think that.
2: Cause I do think it has a level of intensity. I think um, like if somebody else was like, Hey, can I, you know, like I can't ride Everest was their, their other thing. No, then I don't think you can ride this. Um, Especially like Everest has that, like the initial, they have that big drop with the banked with the banked curve, that's like the main drop in Everest. Um, This one definitely doesn't have a big drop like that, but you're still going to get that banking and super fast and going around and like up and around. So um, I would say, no, you probably, I would probably put this one on the, on the no list.
1: Okay. Yeah. um, I've heard also like, as far as motion sickness that, um, you know, maybe more a dizzy feeling than actually queasy um, this right. is from um, LolaLambChops.com, who's also a good friend of mine. Uh, she got to ride it three times, and she has a post um, about motion sickness on Tron. So if you want some more details on that, go check it out. Um, but, yeah, she definitely said that it's there. It's just not as prevalent as some of the other rides, but also it's there. So be be aware of that. Um, Don't sit in the front It was her suggestion because she definitely felt – she felt more things, uh, by being in the front than she did when she was in the middle or in the
2: back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would definitely say that, um, we didn't really have a choice of where we got to Mm -hmm. sit. Um, I know that there were some people that were requesting to wait for the front and those people were also waiting with the, um, alternative seating folks. Mm -hmm. So that Mm -hmm. could have also made that line look a little bit longer, but, um, yeah, I would say we were in row I was in row 3, so okay. I was closer to the front of the car and yeah, I mean, I just I thought it was great. Like it it just it started well. It was it launches fast, but it's just it's I don't it's it's just weird mostly because of the positioning. So it mm-hmm. was like you kind of feel like you're flying. Like you're you're on your stomach. But um yeah, but it felt kind of great. And I was still able to like even with the back restraint on, I was still able to like lift like the front of my chest up, like almost uh-huh. almost like a like a cobra position for like okay. yoga. Um, but I had enough room that I kind of I could have done that. I just didn't because okay. I was like, What is happening? <laughs>
1: Right, 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 right. Uh, well, I've, and I've seen uh, I've seen pictures where there are definitely some writers who are doing that, who are like pushing their chest mm-hmm. up. So I've seen folks that are more lean forward, and then some that are like sitting up. So, and I've seen even some with their arms straight out, um, like they're flying. Like it's yeah. you know, it reminds me of the Titanic. You know. Um, all right. So, last, I think this is last question. Getting off of this vehicle, you and I have had some good laughs as we've literally rolled our bodies out of the Space Mountain capsules at the end. Um,
2: how awkward is it climbing off of the Tron light cycle? I mean, well, I'm not beaching myself, which is what I say I do when I get off of Space Mountain. Is like a beached whale. I just roll myself onto the ground. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing because you've seen it. I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so at least we're not beaching ourselves. Good, good, but, good. Um, it is awkward. So you, so the way you you get off the vehicle is the same way. Like what? However, you got on is the way you get off. So, when the two people load, the person that is the second person, like in line waiting. That person is going to walk across the roller coaster and load from the other side. So the the cars and load from the other side. So normally when we board like any coaster, you would just go in, one would go in and walk in and over to their seat and the person follows right behind them. You can't do that on this ride. Mm -hmm. So the first person gets on the bike right in front of them. And the second person, there is right behind the cycle. There's a little pathway and you walk behind the pathway and you load from the other side. Okay. So where you get on is where you get off. So you like I loaded. And then when I got off, I had to get off on that same side. And then like my friend was on the other side, she had to walk across again to come, come off the ride. So we say that because if you try to load and then try to get yourself off in the middle, you're going to get like, you get, you basically get your feet all tied up coming off of it is a little awkward because the, like where you lay your knee and where your leg positioning stuff goes, like where that restraint is, is in the way. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's just awkward. Um, I was much better doing it. I was much better doing it on the ride itself because for me, I loaded the way that in my head, I was like, I have to get on this bike the same way I get on my Peloton because Mm -hmm. it's how I'm comfortable getting on a bike. So I led with my left leg h- going over, and then getting off of it, I was taking my left leg back, you know, back over it to get off of it. But that's the way I'm used to. If I loaded from the other side, which is the way that I loaded on the test tester outside, I put my right leg over it was almost like I did not know how to walk. Like I was like, I, don't, I almost tripped over my feet getting off of it. So I just caution you. Cause like, if you wind up with two people that need to be, you know, Hey, my left leg is my dominant side. And that's how i right, right, go. right. right Listen, one of you is going to trip over your feet and that's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Well, I mean, good, good little heads up that, you know, everyone looks kind of goofy getting on and off of these things possibly. Um, so definitely keep that in mind. Is there anything else that you think is really important? to factor in uh, to this ride that you that we haven't gone over, that you felt like we should have, that I should have asked, and I just didn't, uh, anything you want to throw out there?
2: Um, so two things. One is uh, you do not need to remember your locker number. I mean, it's great if you do. So like if you know that my locker number is 707, great. Try to remember it. It's easier for you to find your locker. If you cannot find your locker, there is actually a um, terminal I don't know, something, but you can scan your magic band right on it. There's six different languages to choose from. And you say, please show me what it is. And you click it. You scan your magic band right on this terminal. It will tell you which locker is yours. Ah, So, so smart. Okay. So smart. So smart. So yeah, you don't have to worry if you forget which locker is yours. And especially since it's going to be in a different position. So like... And also, if you're a
1: mobile Magic user, if you are somebody Mm -hmm. who only uses your Apple Watch or your phone, there's a locker attendant that can hand you a card uh, to make sure that you can get into a locker. So don't stress about that.
2: Um, And then the last thing I would leave you with is the best, the two best photos I thought from this ride. Um, There is a ride photo. We did not get it. I don't think it's up and running yet. I mean, um, on Cosmic Rewind, I don't think our photos were up and running for cast previews. Uh, I think they didn't get turned on until like DVC previews or annual pass previews. So we have not yet seen that yet, the ride photo. Um, So I can't tell you where that is, but off of the ride, the two best photos are when you exit the ride, there is, you take this walk that comes out and go straight to the bathroom that Patty will visit. (laughs) And um, the, the, the track literally comes like three feet from the walkway. It's so close. Like you probably could high five them. You might lose your hand. So don't do that. (laughs) Don't do it. Please don't try. Don't do that. Don't do that. But like, it's so close that it's like, why are we doing this? Um, But it makes for a fantastic photo. So you will see, there's going to be tons of people lined up there trying to take their selfies and get their photos with the cars coming by. Um, And it's great. So I highly recommend that. And the other thing was when you first go up the entrance ramp, it's like this, there's the beautiful opening, you have the canopy, it's where the ride actually launches. So the car can come up and you can see Space Mountain right through there. And it's gorgeous. It's just gorgeous. Yeah,
1: the, it, it, this looks like it's got some great photo opportunities. Um, the The lights, is, particularly if you're there at night, the lights change. You get an orange version at some points. Um, definitely get mm-hmm. the, the blue. Obviously, is the pro- pre- predominant color. Uh, so definitely get some color, uh, some ride options. Um, I did have our cast member friend um, ask about where the ride photos will be, and it's the the ride photo is going to be taken right at launch. So Yeah. So be prepared for that. Um, it's not turned on now, probably, hopefully knock on all the wood that we do have an AP slash DVC preview. Um, and also that the ride photos are, you know, going at that time. Uh, but regardless, uh, what you're going to be looking for is it sounds like it's going to be right at the beginning when you launch. And Mm -hmm. I think they said it's on the, like on the left hand side, um but we'll have to wait and see in reality if it's on the left hand side every time or if it's only on the left hand you know i'm not sure you know what i mean so we'll see um but that's what i know about ride photos Uh, they will exist i've got detailed information on how to get your tron ride photos if you need that i'm linking everything in show notes so if you have any additional questions about this attraction that we have not covered please go and check out some of these links um we went into a little bit more detail, I think, um, in the, in sometimes, you know, writing it down makes more sense. Sometimes listening to somebody who's actually written it makes more sense. So either way you get your content, like we've, we got you covered. Um, so definitely go check those out if you need to. Uh, all right. Well, I have my fingers crossed that we get to ride Tron, um, as an annual pass holder preview, but you know, that takes a lot of luck and we're just waiting on those emails to drop and we'll just see what happens. Uh, So I'm hoping, but if not, then my next option will be after uh, or during springtime surprise. And one thing that is really important for anybody who's interested in this attraction is to know that as of opening day, and I would guess that it will last for a good six months to a year, just depending on just depending on how popular this attraction is um, this is going to be something where they're going to do the virtual queue boarding pass um, for a while. And if you don't know what that means and have questions about what, what all that rundown looks like, then um, again, check the show notes. There's a whole section on how to get your boarding uh, virtual Q boarding pass. You will not be able to walk up and just get in line for this ride for at least a couple of months, but I'm going to guess a year. Uh, Cosmic Rewind has almost been going for a whole year, and it's still not walk up yet. That could be changing tomorrow. Who knows? But as of right now, it is still not standby line. You still have to do the virtual boarding group. Um, So we expect Tron to be similar in that popularity and that necessity is that you're going to have to do that. If you don't get a virtual boarding group, you can always pay, throw Disney some extra dollars, probably between 14 and $20 will get you a confirmed ride on this attraction. Um, the benefits to that is you're confirmed, like, you know, you're going to get on it because you paid the money for it. But um, you can also kind of pick a time frame as well. Um For example, if you aren't going to Magic Kingdom until later on in the day, you're not going to be able to try to get this virtual boarding group in the morning. They're not going to allow you to do that. So if you want to confirm that you can get on it in the afternoon and not worry about the virtual boarding group that opens in the afternoon uh, having availability for you by the time you get there, then this is your option is to go ahead and pay that extra money to do it. And if you don't feel like doing either one of those things, then, you know, wait a year or so (laughs) and hopefully it'll be standby then. Uh, all right. Anything else, Jane?
2: No, I was just going to say, I, I actually, um, this is probably the shortest queue that I've seen just in terms of space. So, there was a part of me that was like, I don't know that this is ever not going to be virtual queue. Interesting. Do you think yeah. that there's, there's queue that
1: they just like there's rooms. They just didn't open up because they didn't need to.
2: Um, possibly. Gonna- I mean, I'm not going to say that I did not miss a room or a door. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm sure I did. Um, but, and I do think that they could certainly run the queue down the giant wide ramps, right? They have sure. plenty of room to run, three four switchbacks and still have plenty of room for people to walk around um so i do think that that's an option but i'll be honest like that is going to be hot
1: uh-huh hot, yeah let's let's hot. hope that doesn't happen let's hope i mean i would rather right. stick with the virtual queue personally yes. than ask families to stand out <laughs> in the florida sun in august <laughs> to right to ride a two-minute ride um that's just that's just me. I, you know, I don't know. Um, okay, well then, I think that sums up everything that we know about the Tron roller coaster. I thought this was going to be like a fifteen, maybe twenty minute conversation, but here we are. I knew it wasn't. <laughs> here we are, clocking over an hour later.
2: I was like, "There's Talk a lot to say about Tron."
1: <laughs> hey, oh, I have one last question. I know I think yeah. said that before, but this is for real. Have you seen the Tron movies?
2: No, I have not. Um, Did it I mean, impact your inter- entertainment on this sh- on this ride whatsoever? No, it's It's just a great ride. I actually was, um, I was listening to, there was a couple in front of me waiting for the test seats and he was explaining, I guess the video game version. I don't Uh know if this ride has anything to do with the video game version, but he was talking to her about the video game version. So I was trying to understand what was going on. I still have no idea what what was going on, Um, (laughs) but that was kind of my call out when I got off was I'll be honest. I have no idea what the story of this ride is. None. Zero. Like, (laughs) There's no like go get that dino like <laughs> right right like right, right, there's right. no understanding of what my purpose is except to get on this bike and go for a ride.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that and that's fair. Um so for those that don't know, there are two Tron movies. Um one came out in the 80s, the other one came out I think in 2000, 2010, something like that. Anyway, they've both been out for quite a while. And so Tron just hasn't been and, and I don't remember either one of them being like, you know, huge impact making, you know, blockbuster financial success, whatever. So, but it's, but it's cool, right? I mean, it, it had some cool visuals. I do remember that as a kid thinking that the first Tron, because I did see that one in the theater when I was a kid, was just kind of cool. But it was also a little too sci-fi for me. Like I wasn't, I was I was a dork, but not that big of a geek and that not that big of a dork so it just didn't resonate with me my plan is to actually go back and watch these movies and so if you're curious about them i will at some point um be able to offer you like parent guides on tron and tron legacy and just let you know how important it is or is not (laughs) um to really geek out on this ride over it um once i've written it i'll be able to like assess from there but i was curious because i i was I was betting money that Jane hadn't seen those movies because I don't think it's really up her alley either. Uh, no, <laughs> but obviously we just spoke for an hour and fifteen minutes about how much she loved the ride. So clearly, you it doesn't sound like it's a requirement to enjoy the the experience. No.
2: So not at know. all, good not at know. all. I, I mean, you like, if somebody asks you to tell, tell the story of what you're doing, like, I can tell you the story of Space Mountain, I can tell you the story line on Everest, right? So there was a little bit of that where I was like, what are we doing? Like, why? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know there's like some sort of blue racing orange thing. Yep. But I'm like, what? Like, Got I, it. there's no one talking to you. Interesting. So that is, that's different compared to most, um,
1: you know, Disney projects. They usually really dive into the story, but it sounds like for this one, they dialed it in somewhat. Interesting.
2: I I don't, I like, as I'm sitting here, I'm like, or was somebody talking to me and I just have no idea. Did I just forget? Was I (laughs) focused on everything else?
1: So if you have written Tron and you want to tell us what the story is, where can they do that? Jane?
2: You can find us on Facebook in the No Guilt Disney Facebook group or you can email us at noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com or join us each week on this podcast As because as Patty likes to say it's no fun to fangirl awkward positioning
1: and <coughs> that we're of the right size and proportions to ride a ride with no storyline called Tron Alone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Something Bye, like y'all. that. Bye, y'all.